the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want you to imagine sitting with a group of friends, or maybe your own family, and you're sitting with your family at a restaurant, or you're out to eat, you're at a gathering, and all of a sudden, a group of people come and start bashing you in front of your family. And then eventually start beating you physically in front of your family. And imagine in that moment your family doesn't defend you, your friends don't defend you, and in fact they leave you alone with those people that are bashing you, with those people that are beating you. And let's say a couple days later you come to see your family and your friends again, the ones who rejected you, the ones who abandoned you, the ones who did not defend you, what would your response be to your family? What would my response be to those people? I think humanly, we would want to be angry. Humanly, we would want to maybe even seek revenge on those people that that rejected us, on those people that didn't defend us, that should have been so close to us. And this is exactly what has happened to Jesus. Just last week, In the Garden of Gethsemane, we remember Jesus was with His disciples, with His apostles. And He's with them, and He just shared the most beautiful meal that He could ever share with them, to the point where He washes their feet. He lowers Himself and washes their feet. He calls them His friends. And then just a couple hours later, they're in this garden, and the soldiers come, and they take Jesus away, and all of His apostles abandon Him in that very moment. Even to the point where Peter denies him. His main apostle denies him. And so in this gospel today, we see Jesus seeing his friends, seeing his family for the very first time after all of this betrayal has happened. After all this denial has taken place, for the first time Jesus is about to see these people. He comes into the room And the very first words that he says to them are, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. He doesn't reject them. He doesn't seek revenge on them. He says, Peace be with you. What a different response. Something that we wouldn't expect. Something that we probably wouldn't even be able to do unless it's through the power of God, through His grace. And I think what this gospel shows us is the reality of who Jesus is. The reality of who our God is. That our God is a God of love and mercy. That's who our God is. He's a God of love and mercy. Yes, God is a judge and He's also just. But today, we remember God as a God of love and mercy. What's so beautiful about this Sunday too is... Yes, it's Divine Mercy Sunday, but way before it was Divine Mercy Sunday, in the Chaldean Church, this Sunday is called Choshaba Chata, which means New Sunday. And so what we celebrate on this New Sunday is God giving us new life through His resurrection. God giving us new life through baptism. This is who our God is. And oftentimes we, we don't expect God to be like that with us. We don't think that God can be merciful to us. We don't think that God can really love us because of our own brokenness, our own sin, our own woundedness. Sometimes we believe that lie that God can't love us or that God doesn't love me. Think about all the different things that we have to struggle through in our lives. 
all the different broken things that happen within our lives. And it's very easy to think, God doesn't love me because of A, B, and C has happened. And that's not the truth. God comes today into this very church and He wants you to receive those very words. Peace be with you. Peace, mercy, love. That's what the Lord wants us to receive. And we forget that so often. When I was preparing this homily, I was trying to think of a time in my life where I really experienced that mercy of God, that love of God. And it took me back to a moment in my life which was very powerful. I remember I was coming home from work. I worked at my dad's store, right? I was a typical Chaldean. Started as a bagger and then a stalker and then a cashier and then I finally made my way to the office, okay? <laughs> so this is years ago, maybe 12, 13 years ago that this happened. And I'm driving home, I was on Telegraph, and all of a sudden, I was rear-ended as I was driving home. And as I looked out my window, my, my back window, I couldn't see anything. So I pulled forward, and when I pulled forward, I realized that what I was just rear-ended by was a semi-truck. And so I was hit by this semi-truck, and in my mind, what was going through immediately was, my dad is gonna kill me, okay? <laughs> because it was a new car, and I was really scared of my dad. And you know, even though it wasn't my fault, somehow he was gonna make it my fault because that's how Chaldean dads are. <laughs> and so I'm sitting in my car because I'm looking behind me and I'm seeing the front of this semi-truck is completely ruined. So I'm only thinking about what's happened to the back of my car. What's happened to my car and how my dad is gonna kill me because this is my fault. And so I call my dad and I'm thinking that he's gonna go crazy. And the Lord reminded me of what my dad said to me. So I told him, I called him and I said, Dad, I was just hit by a semi-truck. And he said, what? Are you okay? And I didn't expect those words from him. And sometimes we don't expect those words, even from God. I experienced God's love and mercy through my father on that day. Simply from those words, are you okay? Because what God was showing me through my dad in that moment is that my dad cares about me, my dad loves me. And what went through my mind and my heart is that's how God cares about me. That's how God loves me. The saints are very clear. The way you relate to your earthly father is the way you will relate to your heavenly father. And so if we don't have a good relationship with our Father here on earth, it's going to be much more difficult to relate to God the Father. And so in that moment, God showed me His great love through my dad. And then God took it a step further. Because as I was sitting in that car, I wasn't even thinking about that I was okay. That nothing was wrong with me physically. All I could think about was what my dad was going to say and how horrible this accident probably is and how, how damaged my car is. So I get out of my car and I'm looking at the semi-truck, completely ruined, and I go to look at the back of my car and nothing was wrong with my car. Nothing was wrong with my car. Only one tiny scratch. One tiny scratch. I took my car to the dealer that week to make sure that nothing was wrong. 
And so I didn't tell them what happened. I didn't tell them that I was hit by a semi-truck. I just took it to the dealer and I said, can you please just check out my car, do you know, just an examination on it and see what happens. So they did it and he comes back and he says, your car is completely normal, nothing is wrong. I said, if I told you that I was just rear-ended by a semi-truck, would you believe me? He couldn't believe me. That's how good God is. We forget how loving and merciful He is. We forget how much He wants to give us, how much He wants to pour out upon us. And when I thought about that moment, about how God gave me His love for my own earthly father, but then even more so, He gave me His love by saving me. Because there's so many accidents in the years after that that, I, that I've heard of people who have been hit by semi-trucks and they die instantly in the car. And God saved me. God had mercy on me. God showed me His love that day. God showed me His power that day. Not only did He save me, but He made it clear that nothing was wrong with my car. That's who God is. And as Catholics, the greatest way that we can experience His mercy is through confession. And that's what Jesus gives today in the Gospel. So many people think, well, I don't have to confess my sins to a priest. Listen, I can't confess myself, my sins in a mirror, okay? I don't stand in front of a mirror and tell myself my sins. I have to go to another priest. Because there's an element of humility there that God wants us to receive. When I need God's mercy, I have to humble myself, place myself on my knees, and ask Him for His mercy through His priest. Think about all of the sacraments that we have in the church. All of the things that, that we do in the church. When you want to baptize a baby, who do you go to? The priest. You can't just have some khaltu do it in a sink, okay? You go to the priest to baptize your child. When you want to get married, you go to the priest to get married. When someone is sick in the hospital and you need a blessing and you need an anointing with oil, you call the priest. And so with all of these sacraments, we go to the priest. But the only sacrament we struggle with is confession. We're okay going to the priest for baptism and confirmation and marriage and when someone is sick. But when it comes to my sins, no, I can't go to a priest. The same power that Jesus gave to his priest to baptize and confirm and marry and anoint is the same power that he's given to forgive sins. Jesus says it in the gospel today. He shows up to his apostles and he says, if you forgive any sins, they're forgiven. He gives them the power to forgive sins. That's the same power we have today. The same power that I have to celebrate Mass is the same power that God has given Father Brian and I in that room to say, I absolve you from your sins. That same power. And we forget it so often. We don't want to take advantage of it. We don't want to go to it because it's a moment and a lesson of humility. We have to humble ourselves in order to bring our sins to Him. God is waiting desperately to give us His mercy. He told St. Faustina in her diary, There is no sin too great for my mercy. The greater the sinner, the greater the right he has to my mercy. The Lord wants to pour out His mercy to us and He's given us this beautiful gift of confession in order to experience that. 
We need to take advantage of that. We need to come to Him in order to give Him our sins. You know, there's so many people I know who, who don't receive the Eucharist. For years and years and years and years, not receiving the Eucharist. What's stopping us? Our sins, our woundedness. We need to approach Him in confession. Approach His mercy so that we can receive the fullness of our faith so that we can really experience the Eucharistic Jesus, the risen Jesus, the Jesus that wants to love us and pour Himself out to us. That's what He desires for us. And so my brothers and sisters, we need to approach Jesus, especially today in this Mass and every single day. On this Divine Mercy Sunday, let's recall that God wants to give us His mercy and in very powerful ways. There's confession right now. If you haven't been to confession in a while, humble yourself, get up, and stand in that line. Do it for the sake of your own soul. Father Brian doesn't have plans today. He can stay there till 3 o'clock, okay? <laughs> and let's give the Lord our hearts. Let's give the Lord our sins so that we can truly be forgiven and truly be freed and truly experience this new Sunday, this new life that He desires to give us. Amen.